Today's episode is sponsored by the 47th Annual Apple Festival 5K Road Race in beautiful LJ, Georgia, which will be held on October 14th. The first 100 participants will receive an apple pie from one of LJ's prestigious apple houses. For more information and registration, visit active.com. After the race, stay for the 52nd Apple Festival hosted at the LJ Lions Club Fairgrounds. There is also the Apple Classic Auto Show, the Apple Festival Parade, and plenty of arts and crafts in downtown LJ. For more information, visit georgiaapplefestival.org or click the link in the episode details. Yo. Yo. What's going on? So you got any good referee stories from tonight? Uh, anybody from the gym? <laughs> nothing too bad. I had a, a, a mama who was a coach, and she was fine the whole game. And then at the end, her team was down two points or tied. I, we didn't have a clock, so it's hard to tell <laughs> how much time was left or what the score was, but we knew it was close. And then her daughter apparently got hit in the face, but it was one of those things, couldn't see it. And but then the ball went to another girl on the team, and she got fouled, and I called the fouls. The same team. They were shooting free throws to win the game. I didn't know this at the time. <laughs> and uh, she's still going crazy. And I saw the girl hold her mouth, and I went and checked on her, and the mom, that's what happens when they get hit, punched in the face. And I turned around. I was like, Coach, whoa, that's enough. And then she didn't say anything after that. And then the girl made one of the free throws, and they won the game by one point. <laughs> so, it was all good. So, it was all good. And this is the first game of the season. Uh, okay. <laughs> and the final score was like 19 to 18 in eight-minute quarters, you know. I was about to guess a lot less than that if you wanted to know the oh, truth. I should have gave you a uh, over-under. like 11 to 10 or somewhere <laughs> around that line. Yeah, uh, but... Man, I don't know if I told you, I think I've torn my meniscus, and I was I was having a hard time. I was having to walk up and down the court, and I wasn't my normal right on top of the action self, so. Can't fight off all the injuries, man. Hey, you know, it's, uh, I'm sure age and, or it's not the years, it's the mileage, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, a high-risk wrestling style you did for so many years, man. Too much stuff off the <laughs> see, top, bro. See, I should have been. Your body. I should have been a ground and pound guy like you, and not a high flyer, you know. <laughs> of course, I always took you more of the Mick Foley type, you know. Uh, <laughs> no. Nah, not quite that crazy. <laughs> I always consider myself more of a technical guy. So would you be more of a flair, um, DiBiase? Cross, cross between flair and heart. How about that? Oh, okay, okay, that's pretty God good. I can't say Chris Benoit. Uh, it's too soon. It's been like fifteen years. It's and it's, it will always be Still too. too soon. It'll always be too soon. It will always be too soon. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, Damn. I know, man. It, it's down. We've been over this before, but. How much we both loved that guy as a wrestler. He was, at the time, he was my favorite. Well, I'm, yeah, I was gonna say the uh, the I kind of, the WrestleMania like where he won the title, and it's like him and Eddie at the end. It's like oh yeah, looking back yeah. on that now, it's like damn, that's like the most I guess morbid ending to one we've 
there, there he is at this stage, which yeah. is kind of crazy. Well, I can remember when he had his title defense at Backlash in the three-way match with Triple H and yep. Shawn Michaels. That yeah. was a great match. I think I, I think I own that DVD. I remember. Do you remember me and you? I think when we were flying, when we went out to Vegas. When we went out, we watched the Chris Benoit documentary. On the way back, we watched the the Heart. Yeah, uh, I kind of I do remember that. <laughs> that. We bought both those documentaries so, for the flight. It was a good bookend thing there. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, I remember really loving that documentary. <sighs> One or uh, Finger Eleven had a song called One Thing that was from that documentary. Oh, yeah, I, I, remember, I remember that. You remember that? So I still love that song to this day because of that doc, because off of that documentary. Anyway. Well, we're going to get this one in as the... Well, I guess the game's already started. Yeah, the first one has. has it, is there a score? I think it's 17-7 Buffalo the last I looked. Okay, all right. Well, let's break the tie then. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you should be. Uh, I, I, I thought a lot more on this line this, this week. It's like, I got to get back. All right. Buffalo at New England. I had Buffalo by six. I had Buffalo by five. It's Buffalo by four and a half. What? Well, New England is playing better. Their defense is good. So maybe. All right, whatever. Actually, on my little picks that I do in this uh, contest, I actually took New England plus four and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. I felt like they could keep it close at home. Well, it's ten right now? It was. Last I looked at it a few minutes ago. What do you got? You got Pittsburgh and Atlanta? Uh, yeah. Lord. I had... And here's where I start disagreeing. Well, I know Pittsburgh's doing better. I had Atlanta by two. That's what I had. Yeah, let's move on. What is the line? Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh by one. Uh, I, man, part of me told me they would do that, and I started to do that, but I... I missed the Atlanta line more than any other line by the most this year. I kind of feel the same way on that, to be totally honest. I can't get a gauge on what they want to do with the Falcons, but by the same token, I kind of feel like Atlanta's been kind of undervalued all year. Well, I mean, Atlanta is kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team, too. I mean, so... It's actually still 17-7. Okay. All right. All right. What are we on to? Let's see here. Uh, Oh, wait. Um, Wait, so you won the first one and we tied the second one, right? Yeah. yeah. Make sure I hadn't, I wasn't keeping track. All right, go ahead. Uh, Denver at Baltimore. Denver at Baltimore. I had Baltimore by, oh, this is probably too low. I said Baltimore by seven. That's what I said. It's Baltimore by eight and a half. Uh, see, I knew that was going to be too low. All right. I keep trying to give Denver more credit than they deserve. I was going to say, when I looked at that, I was like thinking, wait a minute, Denver's terrible. And I know Baltimore don't score a lot of points, but still. <laughs> anyway. Here's a really fun one. Green Bay at Chicago. Oh, wait a minute, i got to look for that one. Green Bay at Chicago. Green Bay at Chicago. Oh, is, oh wait, is um, Rodgers playing? Maybe. Is Justin Fields playing? Maybe. Oh, well, my original line was Green Bay by six. But that's 
probably not even close. More like Green Bay by three. I, I don't know what to say, man, on that. I don't know what to do. What is the line? Oh, you get it. <laughs> Are you saying it's six or three? Uh, I'll say, I guess I'll say Green Bay by three. We tie. <laughs> man, I'm kind of glad I didn't know what to do with that game either. It's Green Bay by three and a half. Okay. Sorry. The quarterback situation's a mess. I didn't, when I did, I did this line on like Sunday night before the, even before the Monday game. And this was before I knew that uh, Rodgers had uh, took himself out or whatever. Um, Originally the did Jet, the lines. Sorry. The Jets at Minnesota. Let me find that. Okay. I have Minnesota. I didn't know what to do. I've had Minnesota by four. I had Minnesota by six. It's actually only Minnesota by three. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what to think about that one. Well, I mean, I said four, I but... Giving, that's the other way I keep giving Minnesota, I think, a little too much credit. Yeah, but... The, I mean, I know the Jets' defense. Uh, I don't know what to think about the Jets. Their offense. I think we're supposed to think that Mike White might be a serviceable quarterback. I don't know. Uh, I mean, just don't make mistakes, right? Yes. <laughs> Man, what did you think of that whole Wilson comment after the game thing, after the two yards of offense? That was – I can't believe that guy. Oh, when, when he said, like, yeah, did you let the defense down? And he was like, no. <laughs> oh, I, at the moment I heard that, I actually turned to Stephanie. I was like, you got to bench that fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, I think and that's – turns what, out they did. They did. <laughs> but anyway. And they immediately played better. Well – Hey, it's crazy how that works. <laughs> All right, so what's our next line? Uh, Jacksonville and Detroit. All right. I had Jacksonville by four. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, I don't even know what to do. Well, I went it by one point. Okay. I had Detroit by three, and it's a pick em. What? The fir- is that the first pick'em all year? I think so, actually. That we were off by seven points combined, yeah, <laughs> and almost and almost tied it. <laughs> wow, I can't believe that Jacksonville's not favored. I mean, I know it's on the road, but Detroit. Jacksonville's terrible on the road. Oh, ah, you're right. I wasn't even thinking about that. They can't be favored on the road until they actually win a road game this it- decade. Even against Detroit, they can't be favored. Even against Detroit. Man, Detroit's frisky. Yeah, I say Detroit plays tough. I, man, I can't help it. I like the coach. Well, I do too. Did you watch Hard Knocks? Yeah. yeah. Well, not all of them. Yeah, I, I watched like the first three or four episodes, and that was it, but I liked it. Uh, let's see here. Tennessee and Philly. Man, this is one that's going to make me mad. I said Philly by three and a half. Eh, it's not going to make you mad. You're going to get it. I, think, I thought they probably got Philly by more than that. Um, I said Philly by six. It's Philly by four and a half. Yeah, see, I knew that would be more than three and a half. They, they fired it in the Vegas zone. Yeah, I just feel like Tennessee doesn't get a lot of respect from them. Jeez, we are all... Are we dead even? 
Yeah, it's, uh, you've got two, I've got two, and there's three, three draw. Okay. <laughs> right. I was kind of hoping the weekend's up tied, to be honest. <laughs> uh, Cleveland at Houston. All right, so I said Cleveland by six. Oh, I said Cleveland by six and a half, and it's Cleveland by seven. Oh, dang it. Um, I knew that one was going to be close. Yeah. Okay. Great. You stand a chance. You probably stand a chance to uh, come back on this game. Okay. Washington at the Giants. How much did you miss it by? This one. Yeah. Four points. Four. Well, I had Giants by one. That's enough to win. I had Giants by one and a half. It's Washington by two and a half. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, the Giants have fallen off. Bad, so that, I know, that doesn't surprise me. Well, and Washington's playing good, man. Their defense is good. Here's a here, here's one of your two games of the week. Miami and San Francisco. Well, I went with the classic San Fran by three. We're gonna tie. <laughs> I said San Fran by five. San Fran by four. Oh wow. I mean, San Fran, everybody is saying they're the best team. Do you agree with that? Yeah, they're good. I'm, I'm really intrigued to see that game just to see like what Miami's offense does. Man, I'll tell you who's been impressing me is Cincinnati. Here, and then, but, I mean, Miami, Dallas. Man, I, I think Cincinnati's really good, especially when Chase gets back. Is he going to be back this week? I don't know. They're still, he's questionable. Okay, because I don't know. See, that, I could change my line on that, but I didn't know that I won't. This guy, this, are, are we doing that one next? No. Yeah, let's save that one. <laughs> Speaking of teams that are not good. The Rams. Seattle, Seattle versus the Rams. Man, I didn't know what to do on this one. I said Seattle by five. Oh, not enough. Uh, I said Seattle by six and Seattle by seven. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I knew it should have been more. Rams are... And, well, and Stafford's out permanently, Man, right? I'm not sure if anybody is going to play the rest of the year for the Rams. <laughs> like Stafford, Cub, none of um, Robinson, none of them might not play. I don't know. Well, and you know, it's killing me. How quickly is everybody forgetting that they won the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know we won the Super Bowl last year. Why are y'all hating on us? Don't worry, man. You can probably come back on this next game. All right. What do we uh, have? Chargers at Las Vegas. I had Chargers by three. Wow, we tie. Oh, God. Dang it. It's, it's Vegas by one. What did you have? Chargers by three. Oh, you had the same thing I did? Okay. And it's Vegas? I mean, Vegas. Ve- no. <laughs> no. Maybe. Uh, okay. Man, Vegas is frisky if nothing else. You know Josh Jacobs leads the league in rushing? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. That, that does surprise me, actually, now I think about it. I would, I would assume Chubb, Henry, but I mean, I know they... Chubb splits time. And Henry missed a couple of games, so... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Let's see What here. about Pollard? Well, I guess Pollard splits time, too. Yeah. 
He shouldn't, but that's another discussion. <laughs> Four and three and five ties. Hey, are you winning? Yes, by one. Four to three and five ties. Okay. With three to go? Yep. Oh, boy. Kansas City and Cincinnati. Uh, okay, I went Kansas City by three. That's what I had. Is it less? Kansas City by two. Uh, man, I told myself I should go lower than three on that. So that's another tie. I think uh, we set a record for ties this week. Man, I got, I've got the wrong game here. I, who does Dallas play? Uh, it's uh, Indianapolis and Dallas. Sorry, right, some reason I had them playing Baltimore. I don't know what I was doing there. Okay. So anyway, so what game are we on then? Are we on that this one? Is Sunday night. There's two left. Okay. So is this the Dallas game? India Dallas. And I said Dallas by seven and a half. I think I get this. No. I said Dallas by twelve. It's Dallas by ten and a half. But Andy's been playing frisky. <laughs> yeah, good, I know they're not good. Dallas is really good. They play tough. Uh, I really gosh. thought you were going to get that, and it's going to come down to this Tampa Bay game. Man, that stinks. You're, you've just been on a hot streak killing me. I take the 7-6 lead. <laughs> um, last one. I guess it could come down to wins at the end of the season on this one. Uh, oh, true. Oh, my God. If you thought Indianapolis versus Dallas is a bad primetime game, New yeah. Orleans at Tampa Bay. Oh, God. I, man, I said Tampa Bay by six. I didn't. It's probably less. I said Tampa Bay by five. It's actually Tampa Bay by four. Yeah. I, I, knew it. I knew that was a bad one, too. So you won see, by six, three? One, two. Yeah, six three with six ties. <laughs> six ties. That's it. I pulled away, I pulled away late. Yeah, that, is that a record on ties in one week? I think it is. <laughs> ties. Huh? Definitely a record on ties. We had a couple of fives, but the six is a new record. No, we had a six oh, on we? week four. It was. Wow, I didn't you won. A six. You won seven three six on that week. The weird thing is we haven't tied a single week. Yeah, that's amazing to me. I was just thinking the same thing. Because if you do, if you go to like Sal and Bill and them doing this, it's it's literally like I think Bill's up six to three with four ties. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy that we haven't had a single tie. <laughs> All right, man. I, so I got to get your uh, thoughts on the uh, U.S. Iran game. The, the right team won. They really did. <laughs> um, for uh, for many reasons, Iran did not deserve to win that game or advance in the World Cup or really even be a country at this stage. But that's probably more political than soccer. Well, related. speaking of the political, did you hear about what the U.S. soccer team did before the game? Yes, the... and Iran asked them to like get kicked out of the tournament. Oh, oh, I knew that Iran like filed some kind of protest. I didn't know they wanted them kicked out yeah, they for it. Yeah, to be dismissed and FIFA was like, you should learn to like actually treat women normally before you ask for anything again. Well, Fuck off and actually go win the game. 
and it's not like it was the players and coaches. But it wasn't like the players. Well, and it's not like the players and coaches had anything to do with it. Play the game. I didn't. I didn't know they asked for that. Being too hard on FIFA. I mean, it's not like somebody created a four-part Netflix documentary right before the World Cup to tell how corrupt they were. Oh wait, that's exactly what they did. <laughs> Corruption in FIFA. I mean, I thought them and the Olympic Committee were always, you know, right there. Everything's straight up. <laughs> um. What did you did you watch the Mexico game? Mexico Saudi Arabia. Um, that was actually a very well, yeah. I was actually kind of keeping well yeah. That was keeping up with everything yesterday because I was yeah. uh, I was curious how long after the game it would take them to fire Tata. Oh, did uh, it turns out it took them about thirty two seconds. Really? Yeah, no joke. I seriously think they fired him before he got off the field. Well. I mean, but they, but they were like, "Oh, my contract's expired." No, they pretty much told you you were out of a job. Uh, well, I, I mean, I didn't see the other two games, but I thought they played good in that game. They were attacking and doing what they needed to do. Man, one one final story to tell you real quick here, and it's the best conspiracy theory of the World Cup. So, okay, the Mexico papers came out that Tata actually was an Argentinian spy, and he said. Mexico sat up to fail in the Mexico-Argentina game because he wanted Argentina to win. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> well, that, that, that sounds great to me. <laughs> By the way, one, one final conspiracy theory, non-World Cup related. Okay. This is maybe even better. Tennessee and South Carolina. What? Here's Stephanie laughing in the background. Yeah, I this haven't. good, man. Okay. Okay, first and foremost, this comes from my book partner, Scott Brewer, who lived in Knoxville for years, has a ton of friends up there, and as you can imagine, somebody like <laughs> that kind of high-level book. Yeah. Let's just say he, he knows people who are deep inside the volunteer football program. Okay. Um, so Was Tennessee favored by, like, 15? No, no, no. It, it, well, you know, Tennessee got blown out by South Carolina. Yeah. Okay, so the story apparently was a couple of days before that. There, if you go in like Tennessee's locker room, there's like a big UT logo in the middle, and nobody's supposed to walk on the logo. And if you walk on the logo, you're supposed to do push-ups. Okay. So apparently, like maybe the quarterbacks coach mistakenly walked on the logo and got called out by one of the defensive players to do push-ups. Right. And he said he wasn't going to do the push-ups. Well, anyway, a fight breaks out. Like apparently, people had to separate. Like the coach and the player. <laughs> okay. okay so they kind of handle things in house and they end up suspending this guy this defensive player and that's all that happened and apparently it just like pissed the entire defense off and they were all like oh. fuck you we ain't doing shit in this game wow and well, it think... actually I mean the story spread to a point where like one of our like book agents who works up in Knoxville had like multiple people come to him asking for a rebate on their Tennessee bets because the defense literally threw the game. Wow. Like it kind of became a local story up there. I kind of like this story. Man, that coach. I think it's great. That coach should have done the push-ups. You stepped on it. No coach, shit. do it. 
Get down and knock out 20, fat ass lord. <laughs> I don't. Now, whether it should have went, turned to fisticuffs, but I mean. Agreed, yeah, agreed. What's up? That coach. And, and, and what the heck is the coach doing turning fisticuffs to a player? See, I, I don't know what's going on, so. I mean, they obviously worked it out by the time they played Vanderbilt. Well, well, I was going to say, have you heard the... The crazy thing is, is that, you know, it, they kind of torpedoed their playoff chances in the process. Well, have you heard the uh, um, the conspiracy theory that I've heard about Ole Miss is that as soon as the Auburn job became a possibility that Ole Miss lost every game. And, like, they're saying Kiffin lost these games on purpose to try to build up his chances of getting the Auburn job <laughs> to negotiate he could have had the Auburn job if he wanted it. Or to maybe to try to build up for more the money. The Auburn plane was in the Oxford airport from what I heard. Well, and well, like, jump on, Lane. Well, I heard that Auburn didn't want to say anything for sure until after the Iron Bowl. They didn't Get want the to fuck out of here, man. mess with anybody. Uh, Auburn, Auburn using discretion, fucking please. <laughs> They have well, respect me, for the Iron Bowl. Man, all right, now let me. So, try to take your boss. Try to take. Hey, hey, hey! Try to take your bias away from this, okay, for a second. Would Would you, if you're Auburn and you're, if you were an Auburn uh, booster club member, whatever, would you want, would you want Kiffin as your coach? I mean, at this stage, at this stage, because I'm telling you, no. I'm thinking the guy they hired is going to. I think the guy they hired is going to be better. Well, I mean, man, you know, like for what freeze the old best coach and he, yeah, did he basically get run out of town for bringing hookers to like players or some shit like that? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I, I don't know about he, he that. Left, he left a wave of destruction. I, I do know he but beat he Saban. He rehabilitated his image, too. So. He beat Saban a couple of times at Ole Miss, didn't he? I think he did, actually. It might be one of the few and people who can say he beat people, Saban. Even Wade, even Wade was kind of like, well, first Bruce Pearl. But, I mean, man, Pearl was kind of, he kind of rehabbed his image, I felt like. He, Man, it's college athletics. You're going to have that wave. Man, one, one final college athletics story for you. And I, I probably should have told Steph this too. She can hear me in the kitchen right now. But going back to my buddy Scott, so he's we're, we're talking about the Tennessee thing, and then it kind of segues to the fact that, like, he knows, like, a defensive coach on Alabama's staff. Okay. Scott does. And it... it <laughs> So anyway, there. Okay, so this guy apparently, like, he was visiting like him and some buddies down in Florida or something like that, at, at a place that Scott had. And anytime he like goes anywhere, apparently this coach just absolutely gets hammered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like it, they like, apparently Saban literally like won't let this guy drink in Tuscaloosa <laughs> because again, path of destruction wherever he goes. He literally has to leave the state to drink. Jeez, who is this guy? Some I don't know. It's a defensive one of the defensive coaches on Alabama. But anyway, so it like came out. They were 
apparently joking about something about one of the recruits that Alabama had gotten a couple of years ago. I don't think it wasn't like Will Anderson, but it was somebody on the defense. Okay. And the coach literally just fires out, "Oh yeah, man, we had to pay that guy so much." <laughs> and this was before the NIL stuff. Like, wow. I really hope that he's talking about like Kool Aid McKinstry. Hey, uh, I just looked at something I did. Now, if you were. So, I was saying you take your bias out, so now you can bring your bias all the way back in. Okay. And I did this thing. Somebody made fun of me because I was cheering for Texas A&M against LSU, and they're like, and I, and I said something like, "They're my second favorite SEC team." They're like, "Who's your third favorite?" You know, and they were giving me a hard time. And so I actually made a ranking of by my bias, <laughs> who my favorite, oh, okay. the least favorite SEC football teams are. So then I started thinking, I wonder what Jess would be. So I did a predicted ranking for you. Okay. <laughs> so um, let me tell you, my, well, hang on, let me tell you my original, just the I first. Mean, I, know, I, I know who last and next to last is, and I know who the top two are. Okay, well, that, so that's what I wanted to try to guess on you. Well, my the first thing I did when I wrote it down is I put Georgia number one. I said, everybody else can go to hell.
Yo, man. Yo, what's going on? Man, I got to text you here in a second. Um, instead of before, I've got to push to after. Aww. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I don't know exactly what time it'll be after. Well, it'll be all right. I'll be up, and I've got everything written down. So okay. just shoot me a text, and we'll do it. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm refereeing three basketball games, and starts at 6. I'm thinking they're... I think the last one starts at eight, so it may be nine or after. Alrighty. All right, I'll I'll shoot you a text when I'm done. Okay, talk to you a little later. All right, bye.